0: I've had these dreams lately. A dream? Well, well, if you're gonna dream, dream big, right? It's just a dream. It's just a dream. It's just a dream. 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 This is your dream. Dream. Got a dream. What is your dream? Have a dream. A dream within a dream. Two of them. Life is dreaming. Dream. 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 A dream. dream. Is this a dream? Dreams. 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 That's the dream. Whose dream? Big guy. Big mouth. Big. <laughs> follow your dream dream a little dream dream baby. got a dream baby dream on brothers dream on this is your dream. dream this is the dream a dream we dream alone is only a dream a dream you dream together is reality yeah the bad dream i've been dreaming i've been dreaming guys dreaming guys i'm so sick of things being done to me that i want to do things again one bike burning a year and at least a a couple massive music and comedy It's going down and one second. It's raining out. Let me make sure It's raining outside which is uh, much needed and beautiful. We actually had the perfect year here The we've been here for a few years now and every year there's been some wacky um, Season Whether it was some crazy uh, Summer with absolutely no water and tons of fire or a crazy winter, this whole year has been absolutely perfect Perfect summer, perfect spring, perfect fall, perfect winter. And i just like to thank the Jews who did it. A lot of times, you know, everyone's like, oh, the Jews control the weather. Uh, Well, how come you never say thanks when it's good? All right. Hi, everybody. So what do we got for you today? Today's going to be a little more mellow. My face is a little shiny. I was cooking a steak with some coconut oil. And I had some on my hands, so I just rubbed it on my face. And this is the first time I've seen myself since I did it. And now I look like a shiny idiot. Okay, so uh, hopefully that dies off a little bit. Uh, Hello, JJ Hemcrete, Two Acre ND, Psych Bear. Uh, Go to Bear, Wobbly Bear. Hi everybody. So we have more, Uh, a lot of people like when I make fun of Squirt of Stone. It's not not an ax I'm grinding I have nothing against the guy. I mean, he's obviously a pathetic gamma male, but it's just super funny. And Pablo Escobar has been really escalating with some of these memes. So we're gonna do that again, because it's hysterical. Uh, What else? Benny in the rain, uh, someone on their way to a Jordan Peterson uh, concert. Stephen Baldwin is a cat possessed by demons, allegedly and Barefoot Running Explained. And I'm also just gonna read the comments on the Bertari Times app about what people wanna talk about. Uh, today's gonna to be more mellow. Yesterday, I really left it on the field. I, I strongly recommend that anybody uh, who want. oh man, it's really raining outside. My wife is gonna bring someone dinner. And me being me, let me check the weather. I don't like them driving in the hard rain, but yeah, let's see. Now 3 p.m., 4 p.m. It'll be all right by 5. Okay. So uh, that could be a tip for them. Uh, so, yesterday I really left it on the field with history of World War I, some talk of World War II, how the gangsters operate. Uh, I think it will lower stress for people about what world wars entail, how to prepare for them. Uh, the cycles versus the end time narrative. Please remember to keep your comments app appropriate even when suggesting topics. Thank you, Camera Bear. Well done. So uh, I'm going to check out the app and I'll just review what people want to talk about and questions or anything today. I'm just trying to keep it a little more mellow. Uh, Yesterday, I I left it on the field. But, you know, Squirtus Stone keeps talking about how Jordan Peterson, you know them by their fruits, he keeps saying. Jordan Peterson, uh, when you go to a Jordan Peterson concept, all the young teens are dressed to the nines. And of course, Made by Jim Bob loves a young teen dressed to the nines, as we saw in our breakdown of his earlier work, which consists of a lot of pedo-friendly art. But anyway... I actually have footage, actual footage, of a young teen on their way to a Jordan Peterson uh, concert. Okay, so that was, that's uh, people on their way to a Jordan Peterson concert. Let's watch it again. This is uh, The Fruit. That we're supposed to know Jordan Peterson by, and I do mean fruit. Okay, so now that you've watched that, you have to super chat your gay away. I just trapped you all. Entropystream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy, that dirty, terrible feeling you just got from watching that. As you laughed, you knew it was funny, but then you felt disgust. Well, there's only one way to get rid of that disgust, and that's by giving me money. Entropy streamed out slash app slash Owen Benjamin comedy. Now let's take a look at what Stephen Baldwin's been up to. Apparently he turned into a demon infested cat that is not uh, that is a fan of methamphetamines. Hang on one second. Here are my super chats that is going to keep caught out of prison. For singing a camel in the wind. Good one, Water Bear Bear. Nice. J-Rock Bear. Paying the gateway for being the first man on my crew to leave the job site today. Smart. Very smart to pay that gateway. Brent says, really appreciate the history gravy streams. Had to listen to yesterday's stream twice. Beasy Bear. Yeah, I recommend yesterday's stream a lot. I actually pinned it on Twitter. Oh, and today we're also going to talk about what can the ADL do for me? I was having a funny interaction with Brett Weinstein about how he's tipping his toe into some pretty dangerous anti-Semitism. And as the ADL always says, if you see something, say something, rat on your neighbors with a hotline. Uh, Just as a quick asterisk for those of you that are on drugs or drunk or mentally damaged from the COVID vaccine, I've never called the ADL and I don't plan to, this is all a joke but it's hilarious. And I know that the Gammas will run with this and pretend that I'm trying to hurt them and take down their YouTube channels. Uh, I'm not, I never have. Uh, it's just funny. But I know victim consciousness knows no limits and this will be used as a way to justify their horrible behavior. Oh, Owen's gonna use the ADL. I've never called the ADL. I never would, I, I think that's crazy, but if you see someone being very anti-Semitic about Toronto Jew Bear, like, for example, Jim Bob calling him a pig, which is one step away from genocide, you know, maybe our friends at the ADL might, uh, might want to know about it. You know, and we'll see if uh, their power and water stays on through the night. If you take what I'm t- saying too seriously and act like you're a victim, you seriously suck and need to go to AA like you're fucking crazy. Okay, Ben says, Printer Bear, yesterday's riff on o- uh, Osama Bin Laden-, Laden crushing was hilarious. Thank you, Big Bear, anytime. And, uh, you know, I know he's a bit of a controversial character, but that guy crushed pretty hard. Wolf Bear, boiling the frog slow, lets him off the hook. History streams are great, Big Bear. We got those pomegranates in World War III. Um, Why, well, thank you. I'm not looking to... To get any pomegranates, I'm just looking to survive and not only survive, uh, flourish and thrive. Codsworth, are we caught up to date? And then I'm going to explain to you how nonsensical the uh, dissident right and the dissonant left can be on Twitter. I'm not talking about, you know, some of the guys that consider themselves dissonant, I have no problem with. But it's the ones that masquerade on Twitter. Like, uh, and I, I kind of have a soft spot for the Weinstein brothers. But, uh, I mean, come on. They, They keep calling Joe Biden a traitor. Do you know the penalty for being a traitor is death? And so I'll just ask them, are you recommending we kill Joe Biden? Well, if you take a look at his cabinet, it's pretty damn Jewish. So I think you're tipping your toe into a little something called hate speech. And then they're like, no, no, we're not saying to kill Joe Biden. I'm like, so then... Either you don't think being a traitor is a death sentence, or you don't think he's really a traitor. And they're like, oh, you, sir, but don't you? If you call someone a traitor, like you say Joe Biden is a traitor, legally, that's the death penalty. Now, what is his treachery, Brett? Is it, and, and Brett Weinstein says, uh, his, his, his crime is influence peddling, and that is treason. Well, Brett, how about APAC? So if you think influence peddling is treason, and as we all know, treason comes with a capital punishment, are you saying those who peddle influence should be killed by the state? And they're like, no, no, I'm just saying things. And you're like, yeah, you're fucking crazy. I'm not saying to kill Joe Biden. well, I didn't say to kill Joe Biden, I say he's a traitor. Well, traitors, historically, that's the death penalty, legally. So either you don't actually think he's a traitor or you think being a traitor should be legal. That's the binary. Okay, have fun with that. Okay, here's another super chat. Uh, Board Slide Bear says, I'm listening to an old stream, not live, so sorry if I interrupt, but I love your version of Arcade Fire songs. Why, thank you. Get it together, Weinstein. Yeah, they just like to say nonsense. Like the the punishment for being a traitor legally is worse than being a rapist. So if you say someone's a traitor, because you see it all the time on Twitter. Oh, Joe Biden's a traitor. Okay, so what do you want to do? You want to round him up and kill him? They're like, no. I'm like, so then what the fuck are you talking about? So you're just saying nonsense? (laughs) Like if, if you have evidence that someone's a rapist and it's like, oh, Joe Biden's a rapist. Oh, so you want to arrest him and put him in jail for 20 to life? No. So what do you want to do? Nothing. Traitor much? (laughs) Yeah, they're fablemen. And that's how I recommend you view our Jewish friends is they like storytelling. You know, ever since I stopped listening to uh, uh, conspiracy theorists on YouTube, I just listen to dudes who tell stories and I really enjoy it. But like, you have to understand, you know, a good story has an antagonist, a protagonist, three acts, the culminating incident, you know, you have the A story, the B story, the, 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 uh, what's it called? The red herring, all this stuff. Like they're just telling stories. They're not real people. Like the Weinstein brothers are telling stories and those stories can include America's currency. Like they just tell stories. And as like someone who understands that realm, cause I'm a bard, my kid can tell a great story. Should I be concerned? No, my kids have inherited my storytelling uh gene. And okay, like I'll give you an example yesterday. So uh, uh we have a nice evening, nice uh dinner, and then Charlie gets brushes his teeth, they all get in their PJs, and Charlie comes downstairs just to do uh shadow puppets. So we have a projector on the on the piano. might be nice. And so th- the kids love to cut out uh, animals and dragons and stuff like that. And they tell stories with uh, shadow puppets on the wall. And Charlie really likes doing it. Like he would sneak downstairs and try and do shadow puppets by himself. So storytelling is in my DNA. And so I can recognize storytelling. I can also recognize uh, competent actual men because that's in my DNA as well. Like that, I have those elements of my family as well. Where if you call someone a traitor, Uh, that means that they should be arrested and killed. You can't have it both ways, Weinstein. You can't start running your mouth about Joe Biden influence peddling unless you call for his execution. And then if you do that with his overwhelmingly Jewish cabinet, you're starting to tip your toe into a little world called anti-Semitism. And as we all know, the Semites were the Arabs. So it's such a confusing mess that I really do enjoy Uh, having these public conversations and uh, talking about the ADL. German mixed with an eighth grabber, BB. Yeah, I know, I'm uh, quite a mix. I'm quite a unique mix. Uh, All right, moving on. So here is uh, Alec Baldwin has become a demon-possessed cat who seems to be very enthusiastic about methamphetamines and the Bible. This morning I was doing some research, right? In the supernatural And I'm wondering, in the warfare, like, so often we get distracted by the pettiness of the enemy. It's just a distraction. So don't be distracted. And then the Holy Spirit showed me this. When Jesus will say to many people, I never knew you, that's the same as when people think they know you, but they don't. And you say back to them, yo, you don't even know me. Yo, yo, you don't even know me. Okay, so that guy's not doing very well. So he keeps grooming himself like a demon-possessed cat on methamphetamines. Who's this crazy guy? That would happen to be Stephen Baldwin, the movie star. So the point I'm trying to make here is no amount of fame or money can help you in any way. Like these people are totally fucking insane. okay? and sometimes I just like to highlight that so that you remember not to be uh, must be nicing about people whose minds and souls have been tormented beyond uh, all recognition into appearing to be a cat uh, puppeted by demons. Okay, And you can quote the Bible all day long. You know, the demons can quote the Bible. uh, You know, oh, I got a great story for you guys. So I forgot about this. When my family was flying through the airport, there was a midget. And and my son, Charlie, just started pointing at the midget. And he was like, Walter, look, look, it's an elf. And they just kept going up to the midget going, look, Walter, look. And Walter's like, whoa. And then Jack runs over and I missed this. And Jack runs over. He's like, mom, mom, look. And this midget's sta- uh, just standing there. And he's like, and, and my wife's horrified. And she's like, I, I'm so sorry. And he's like, it's fine. It's fine. And Joe's like, Walter, it's an elf. They're on a, they're, <laughs> they're on a voyage. Or what did he say? They're on a, a journey. He's like it's an elf he goes it's like Lord of the Rings, Walta huh? and so then uh, Amy brings them over to somewhere else the midget sits down and uh, and then later and like Amy calls him down but they just keep looking and pointing at him and and so we're going on to the plane and they're not making fun of him at all and, and I can make an argument that dwarf is no different than elf. It's like a dwarf. So in Lord of the Rings, you have the dwarf and the elf. Because my, my sons were like, uh, one day they're like, they're like, Dad, we saw a grown man the size of Charlie at the grocery store. And I'm like, yeah, buddy. And he's like, what do we call them? And, I, and, I, and uh, Amy goes, uh, little person. I'm like, no, no, it's dwarf. They have dwarfism because a little person is just a small person. You're just saying a little person like Kevin Hart is a little person. Coddington is a little person. Brandon from Veritech is a little person. I consider Christopher Gardner a little person. I consider all of you fucking people little people. You know? It's dwarf because midget was the political correct term because of midge fly. It's a small fly, they were called midgets. And so then the political correct term became dwarf and now it's little person. Little person is not accurate. I little is a descriptor person technically legally is a corporation, but you know what a person is a person is a uh, is it An entity, you know, it's a legal entity You know, I'm a little familiar with blacks law and whatnot. So I know what person means like I'm a man a living man Okay, a person could be, you know, Nike is technically a person A person is the corporate entity represented, the straw man entity represented. The all caps, I get all that. But a person typically means life with sheltered children at an airport fun times. Yeah, yeah. Here's something interesting, Black Lady Bear. They don't recognize what black means. Like, they don't point at black people. It's kind of funny, but they do point at midgets. Um, Like, they don't even register, like, they would register your hair. Like, they would be like, why does that man have frizzy hair? But they don't—they uh, don't register race. It's really—I—I'm I, like viewing my children as almost like a social experiment, <laughs> partially. <laughs> like I've never explained to them what a black person is, because I don't have to, because we don't live around them, and I don't have to warn them. Uh, but we do have some black friends, and uh, and they don't register their skin, but they do register their hair. I find that very interesting. So anyway. Do they instinctively lock their bikes when they see a black person? No. Fortunately, I haven't had to show them that. But and I will talk about black crime too, because I had this theory that I looked into, that uh, that the algorithms are trying to divide the races, because I just keep seeing videos recommended to me on Twitter, nonstop, of of like a, a pack of um, of a. Uh, basketball Americans attacking a a single lacrosse American. Like sometimes it's a woman. They'll just run up and beat the shit out of them. You guys see these videos? They're all over the internet. It's like just a pack of blacks just attacking a white guy or a white woman or an old lady. And I have a very skeptical mind. I don't just fall into emotional traps. So I thought to myself, huh? do they show blacks the opposite? Like do they show a bunch of white guys jumping a black guy? Uh, to make them angry and divided. Turns out no, those videos don't exist. And then I start looking into the FD, FBI uh, uh, stats because they don't happen. Do you know how rare it is for a, a group of Caucasian, not Hispanic, because that's a little trick they like to use. One of the tricks they're trying to do with these stats is they're trying to uh, put Mexicans in the same boat as whites so they can go, oh look, Do you know the stats around a group of white teens jumping a black teen? It's like doesn't happen. It's like almost zero. So turns out that those video, it's not that they're trying to divide us. It's that that's just what is happening. It's the same with uh, a white man raping a black woman is almost um, never happens ever. All right. So just to uh, just to let you guys know, because I really do like to think that because I'll see uh, blacks that I'll follow on uh, Twitter that I used to hang out with in Hollywood. And they'll be like, white supremacy is out of control. And they'll, and they'll show some uh, newspaper link to something that I know is probably fake or scripted, you know. And I'm like, why are these guys so scared of white supremacy with violence against blacks? I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen. A group of white men just jump a black guy ever. No, not at all. I saw a white reporter getting his bike stolen by a bunch of black boys. Uh, yeah. And it's like, so I started looking for these videos. I'm like, okay, they're ha- What videos are they showing them? Because I'm like, okay, they're trying, they're trying to divide us. They're trying to make whites and blacks fear each other and divide and conquer, you know, Pakistan and India, fucking uh, Catholics and Protestants. They, they're doing it. Yeah. Dude, there isn't any videos, man. You, you can't find videos online of uh, just a bunch of whites being the shit out of a black lady because it doesn't happen. You can find Mexicans, but uh, white people, it turns out, are really, really good people. And uh, it's statistically almost zero that a pack of whites will commit violence against a lone black. So, yeah, it turns out we're just great. We're just really the type of people you want to be around now. Can whites commit crimes? Absolutely. You know, uh, especially gamma male whites, they can kill their wife. Uh, Obviously, a lot of white collar crimes like uh, Ponzi schemes, named after a a guy named Ponzi who is white. Uh, The banking system, uh, you know, there's all kinds of crimes, but it's not violent. Very, very rare. the white violence is pretty nefarious don't get me wrong it's fucked up. a lot of times it's they're white like they're like um like a gamma male white like one of the only murderers I actually know and hung out with is a white guy who killed his wife. Uh, I met him once, but he's a gamma male, like nerdy, gross i never I got a really uncomfortable vibe from him, and he strangled his wife and uh that's that's crazy. That's why watch out for gamma male whites or whites with victim consciousness, because they'll try and harm a kid or a woman that, that is in their family, their their vicinity. Um, you know, these churchy and pastor types the, the the gay Eagle Scout, like I think that there are uh, the, 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 the Boy Scout guy, like, don't get me wrong, like the whites can be pretty creepy fucks. And uh, a lot of the financial scams, you know, whites will kill uh, if their status is on the line. Like, let's say a white guy gets really into debt and uh, and they're having a really hard time admitting it. And somebody figures it out like they'll fucking strangle them or something more gamma rage, more sneaky. But just seeing a pack of whites in the street, jump a black guy never happens. So, um, yeah, that's why everyone wants to live in a white neighborhood. That's why I've set, set up shop in North Idaho uh, in the country. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made because the whole world said, oh, how dare you? There's just vibrant, diverse cities are, uh, are just great. It's you, Big Bear. It's you. You're a bad person for noticing patterns. And I said, no. Uh, statistically, uh, it seems like these are not great places to live if you have a woman you love and children that are vulnerable because a pack of basketball Americans will target uh, single women with babies. And many times they'll, they'll steal their cars. Yeah, also to justify blacks being violent to whites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the victim consciousness they're feeding blacks, or basketball Americans, sorry, is that uh, whites are hurting you, so that's why you can burn down their stores and attack them. And it's absolutely not true. And so uh, I, uh, the younger generations are really noticing to the point where I think they're in for a wild ride. And I'll just leave it that. I'm not going to make any predictions, but I could absolutely see things really uh, shaking up and changing in the future. Yeah, like a Starbucks of whites uh, never jumps a um, a high top of blacks, which is one. A group of blacks is called a pack or a syndicate. A basketball American. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, and I'm not saying all blacks are, all basketball Americans are violent and all across Americans are good. You know, but... Uh, you know, there's definitely some basketball Americans that have never beaten the shit out of an old white woman on the street for no reason. They, they do exist, and I don't think they should be punished. We don't do collective guilt, but we do look at statistical probabilities. For example, when you're adopting a family pet, now you look at the pit bull, you look at the chihuahua, you look at the poodle, you look at the golden retriever, and you ask yourself, now the upbringing of each of these dogs... Uh, is going to determine whether or not they're sweet or nasty. I I grew up with a pit bull, uh, half pit bull, half greyhound, named Tasha. And she was an awesome dog, really kind. My mom's favorite dog, still talks about her. Not a mean bone in her body because she was raised really well. But, you know, and then I've also known Chihuahuas. Like the only dog that ever bit any of my kids was my wife's parents' Chihuahua, who was insane and bit Uh, Walter's face when he was one drew blood we had to go to the hospital and then we put down their dog because that uh can't be tolerated so don't think that I'm not aware that a chihuahua can be nasty and a pit bull can be really sweet but you ask yourself huh so you have a nasty so what is the what is the probability and what are the risks you're willing to take like if you have a if you're just going to live around a bunch of pit bulls and you don't know the backstory and whether or not they had a kind, nurturing upbringing with two parents in the household and not a lot of violence around them and no victim consciousness being pumped into their heads from music and, and uh, television and movies, you know, sure, but why would you take that risk? Why would any responsible man take that risk and want their family around a, um, you know, a uh, a basketball team like that. Yeah, like a blessing of whites never jumps a basketball American. When you see a blessing of whites walking down the street, you're typically going to see them singing Christmas carols. They might be picking up the streets. They might be heading to work. You know, they're just a blessing of whites. My daughter got her face bit too. I'm racist to dogs now. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Poodles can be nasty little French fuckers. But when you look at a golden retriever, how many people have you ever known that have been violently attacked by a golden retriever? Now, uh, media syndicates will try and convince you that Lassie and and uh, Old Yeller and all these dogs, they're the real problem. And these like horrifying pit bulls and the chihuahuas are just really good hearted. Like when a blessing of whites is walking down the street, why to know the best thing to do? Why to know what you say? You just say thank you, right? If you see, this is all I ask from basketball Americans, from taco Americans, from uh, ching chong Americans. When you see us on the street, you walk up and you say thank you. And that's how I know that you are not uh, out to get us violently. You just say thank you. Why is everyone going up to uh, 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 veterans, right? They go up and they go, thank you for your service. Why? Because they get paid 50 grand a year from a bank to go fix trucks in Germany so that they can go fucking kill some Ukrainians and Russians or whatever. Come on. It's becoming a little ridiculous. No, you go up to a blessing of whites and you just say, hey, I see you guys working hard over there and not committing any crimes outside of some copper thieves and you know, maybe some, uh, some domestics. Hey guys, thank you. And then in the blessing of whites go, thanks for what? And they go and just go, thanks for everything. That's it. That's all we ask. Just, just thank, just thank us for our service. Every day we wake up. I'm always on time here. If you notice that every day, two o'clock PM Pacific standard time, within a minute you hear that Got a little steam going on the on the old fire. How dare you? you got a little water. Nice. Uh, thank you for your. Thank us for our service. We pay the taxes. We pump. We 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 keep us everything going. We're just like we're just. We're like little miracles. We don't ask for much. Just don't. Just return the bikes. Don't punch and assault our grandmothers because you just saw Al, Al Sharpton on, on television. Uh, and uh, just to nod. I know a lot of blacks have a hard time smiling. Just give us a nod. Just go. And then we give one back. But our nod isn't a thank you nod. It's a you're welcome nod. Coynton, do we have any super chats? Yeah, when you see a blessing of whites or a majesty of whites... Just say thanks. <sighs> Just say that, And uh, maybe pronounce ask right every once I don't even require you to pr- pronounce words properly. My five-year-old has a speech impediment. I'm not going to get on a high horse and say he knows how to pronounce elf or Walter properly. He goes, Walter, look, an elf. Elf. And pointing at a midget in, uh, in an airport. Listen, I'm not going to pretend that didn't happen. I'm not going to pretend that I'm on some high horse because blacks can't pronounce ask. My five-year-old has a lot of hard times with words. Now, by the time he's eight or nine, he's probably going to be fine. By the time a black is 40, maybe you can say ask. But I'm not here to ask anything from you. I'm just here to accept your gratitude. For those of you that have been vaccine damaged, uh, I'm mostly joking. I'm not trying to uh, take credit for... God, I, I'm sure I'm, I'm committing some form of horror right now somehow verbally, but it sure is fuck funny, right? All um, uh, praise to I, I. Listen, I'm not a blessing. It's just super funny. Only God can give blessings and miracles. I get all that. Let's just get the asterisks going so people aren't fucking retarded. But I do think whites should be honored in society for what we accomplish. Every day, just by existing. Okay, here's some super jets. The Kyle streams have been epic lately. Thank you. Uh, don't read. I just read it. What does that mean? What the hell are you saying, Kyle? All right. Uh, moving on. Rascal Bear, been loving reading your engagement on Twitter. I see it making a difference in opening minds. Yeah, totally crushing. Even though it's, I mean, I had a friend text me today. She was like. Reading the comments on Twitter makes me think there's no hope for humanity. And I'm like, it just keep plowing through. Like, it doesn't even matter. I don't get affected anymore. I just write back stuff like, might be nice. And they usually are so happy that I write back to them that they immediately, um, they immediately like cave and they're like, oh, you wrote back. (laughs) Like, they'll say something totally crazy where they're like, you are an actor. That is all. And I'll write like, you are a gay, that is all. And they'll be like, and they'll like like it and with a smiley face. I'm like, oh, you just have, you just want attention because your life sucks. Okay, whatever. Ibrahim X. Evening, Big Bear. I was wondering if you could elaborate on why Vox thinks we are in World War III. Maybe if you have more time in the future, you could do a World War I stream. Yesterday's stream fascinated me. It was epic. Super racist towards Asians now. haha. Well, I mean, I think the proper way to live is just be racist towards absolutely everybody, including your own race. I think it's the ultimate in uh, how to live. I think that just to constantly have an absolute, you know, disdain for all races is pretty fucking hilarious as long as you don't take it too seriously. I, th- I, I can't answer for Vox. In fact, I will definitely not answer for Vox, but I, I think he thinks we're in World War III because of um, the history of World War II. It started the way we're currently in now, and they thought that it was a bogus war at first. When World War II first happened, people uh, didn't think it was really a war, and they downplayed it and all that. When you're looking at NATO, Russia, China, uh, NATO... And then uh, our allies, which at this point are pretty, uh, pretty, pretty sparse. And then you have uh, Russia, China, India, South Africa, uh, Saudi Arabia. Like you have these like powers are starting to come together in this antagonistic way. And it does appear like there's no off ramp. Uh, You never know, though. I've seen things in the past appear to have no off ramp and then they just stop, you know, Totally possible. But it does appear like things are coming to a head where there's going to be more and more conflict, Rick. uh, Ukraine, Russia has already had over 500,000 casualties. And just because people aren't acknowledging it as often as they should, doesn't mean it's not happening. They're trying to open up more fronts in Taiwan, Nigeria, all over the world. uh, Azerbaijan, you know, it, it just appears like the powers that be with the financial markets, are attempting to have this conflict. And so uh, Vox has done this rundown of, um, of what would happen in the South China Sea if we engaged, and even the Western analytics, even the Western think tanks have said that America would lose two aircraft carriers and like 30 ships or something horrifying. Like it would just be a bloodbath. And of course, the neoclowns are like, so that means it's a go, you know, because they're the grandchildren of the competent grabblers. They're not competent. Victoria Newland, the Kagans, these are not these are not their grandparents that worked with the Bolsheviks or they, uh, you know, like uh, Dole, Dole Pineapples or Army, ha- you know, Army Hammer's grandfather, like those guys were really fucking powerful Jays. The guys that I mean our our most powerful Jays and most competent Jays are like um like Sergi Brin and guys like that, but they're more on the softer side now. They're more like uh, uh data analysis and, and trying to hold on to the 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 spying apparatus that they've created. But they're not these like warriors that their grandparents were. And don't don't kid yourself, they were legit, man. Those guys were were fucking gritty. Like if you Take like our friends in this community that are Jewish, and you look at their grandparents great grandparents <clears throat> sorry their stories are um, I mean they're definitely grabbly, but they're inspiring. they worked really, really hard now they worked really hard at um, overturning sodomy laws and stuff like that, but they were they were very competent, and the modern generation is not it's uh it's the classic it's just the classic cycle of of, you know, John D. Rockefeller and then his grandson as a fruitcake who got eaten by cannibals. Okay. Uh, Board slide, Bear. I'm listening to an old stream. Oh, I read that. And then Chance from uh, Interverse Podcast. My wife came home just in time for the dwarf in the airport story and we cracked up. Thanks for the endless laughs and for bringing that epic festival to our backyard in the beautiful Ozarks. Onward. Onward to you as well. And I have to do your stream. It's on my list, my friend. I, uh... I really want to do your stream. I've just been a little overrun, but once the we the special comes out October 13th, so I'm going to make it a point to do everyone I can stream that I like. Like, x if I can do your stream, that'd be awesome. Um, you know, I, I do Hanging with the Bears for the first time. I'll do any stream that uh, that is in our community that will get the word out about our our uh are special and anchor bears joined the team with uh working really hard at making clips and making uh coming up with marketing strategies and all that and so this could really really be a big moment for a lot of us uh this special coming out and uh so we're gonna release it for twenty dollars for three months and then it will be exclusively at unauthorized and we're doing that because people need to get paid and uh you know, it's just worth it. I mean, we, it, it, the irony is for being called a grifter scammer by so many people, um, I really don't have the tendency for making profit. Like I I typically am just like, yeah, for glory. Yeah. But you do have to make it like for the, the last bunch of um, documentaries we've released for free for everybody. We didn't even sell it, you know, <laughs> and I'm just realizing like, you know, we got to sell shit. We can't just make everything free all the time. And so if you're a subscriber to Unauthorized, we want to uh, give you uh, something. Like you already are getting our entire backlog, private servers that are not affected by this culture war, heinous horse shit. You get Vox's backlog, which is amazing. The legend Chuck Dix and all kinds of great programming on Unauthorized. You're actually, um, you're a part of the solution, which I have a great meme for you guys. Uh, And so we want to, keep showing you our appreciation. So I'm not just going to put my special on rumble and Bitshoot and all these places that I stream, it's going to be first for sale. And so you can pay to get it early and then it'll be for unauthorized. You're the worst grifter ever. Yeah, I really am, dude. <laughs> and so, because we, all right, it's going to be a production quality that would have cost, um, that would have cost Netflix a half a million dollars easily. And we managed to do it with a uh, with a ragtag group of guys uh, that are operating above and beyond their their talent level, and that's including obviously Adam at Film Grain and Anchor Bear and Buzz Killington and all these guys are crushing so hard. And then you have like, uh, you know, Jordan and his dad and all these guys, uh, you know, Peacemaker Bear and. Uh, great Onan's Raven, Bear. I always like to highlight those guys because those guys really are behind the scenes keeping shit afloat. Like those guys will always show up at Ursa Rio to do like unbelievable amounts of work just for the glory of it, you know. And these are the guys that are how we can do this and fight so effectively in the culture war. And so uh, we have to, you know, one of the biggest problems for a warlord, and I'm not a warlord. I'm a uh, whatever is keeping your men fed, you know, and we have to do that. can't expect people to um, to do things for nothing all the time. But see, this is well, let me let you in on a little uh, issue I sometimes face is why I like to go with percentages. is like imagine if somebody does all this work and I give them like a hundred bucks, it actually devalues it versus a percentage because the percentage is like you're cut into our um, to what we can accomplish. There is no limit. And if we can do this, if we can get through these obstacles, if we can break through the stupid spells that like bigot rate, the tomophobe, Oh, pop brownie much the market for people that don't want politically correct comedy, but also are not into like really aggressive hateful shit. Like when you watch my special, you're going to see a guy that, that hits every trigger but you don't feel any anger. Okay? That market is fucking enormous. And we're at the tip of this spear, but there's resistance to it. There's huge resistance. The gatekeepers won't allow me on. They'll only talk shit. You know, they either pretend I don't exist. I'm, I'm talking about guys I used to go on cruises with and shit like Dio Vaughn. And I've, I've been backstage with him at probably a thousand open mics. Like me and him used to text a lot. And total friend. He, but he would have Bobby Kennedy on his stream, but he'd never have me on a stream. He would pretend I'm crazy with Whitney Cummings, all that horse shit, you know, uh, bisexual Burt Kreischer, all those guys, the the chubby gay fuck. And so you have this huge uh, group of holding the gate, but they're holding back this massive audience that just wants real comedy. They're sick of Bill Burr cucking to his black wife and Joe the midget Rogan you know, pushing sodomy and drugs and occasionally doing a funny bit or bisexual Bert Kreischer, just getting shit-faced and being fat on stage. Theo Vaughn tells good stories. I'll give Theo Vaughn credit. A um, couple more, you know, there's a couple guys that are pretty funny, like Nate Bergazzi's funny, but he's not a gatekeeper. Um, uh, what's his name? Shane Gillis is funny, not a gatekeeper. But then you have like Dave Smith's a gatekeeper. That whole world's a gatekeeper. They won't let me on. They'll never let me on Gas Digital to do an interview because I threaten that audience. They have to hold the gate. So we are knocking on that gate. We're saying we got bits that'll blow these people's fucking mind. They have millions of audience members just working hard, Americans, Europeans, just crushing. And they're like, you know, I understand why people think Joe Rogan's funny or Burt Kreischer's funny because they don't have more options. They don't even know we exist. And so we have to get through YouTube, you know, Facebook, TikTok, all this shit that I've been banned from. We can't even f- operate in the free flow of ideas. And we have these horrible paradox ironies like Dave Smith pushing libertarianism and the free market of ideas, but they actively will never mention me even though what I'm doing is the definition of libertarian. When it comes to we set up our own comedy, our own tent, our own Netflix special quality thing that's completely outside of political correctness, but also not hateful, not genocidal, not angry, not victim-y, none of it. We're past it. This special is going to blow that get out. Yeah, and Anchor Bear understands it. So look at Anchor Bear as an artist. Compare him to Oliver Anthony, okay? Obviously, Anchor Bear is what they're trying to mimic. Oliver is like, I'm going to sell my soul. I'm going to suck my dick. And everyone's like, and I have compassion for the dumb retards that are sitting around going, man, it's like he came out of a woods. He's like authentic. I'm so sick of the music industry getting shoved down our throat. It's like, and it's a damn shame. People like me. And I'm just sitting here mocking it. People like, oh, you're just, you're just envious. I'm like, compare Anchor Bear's quality, you know, uplifting nature, his talent, his musical ability, his production ability, his editing ability, his work ethic, all of it, how he looks, how he can move, how he doesn't look like a dead-eyed fucking ginger with tits, okay? Wait, he's got star quality, baby, right? And so that dude is on this side of this gate, and you can't get through the gate without literally selling out. You have to push alcohol, drugs, a form of Christianity that's global as Satanism. Like despair, nonsense, you know, trying to promote uh, sex work amongst women like Cardi B, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so we're at this gate, and our talent level is so much above them. Okay, the special I'm releasing was the first time I told 90% of those jokes. With the exception of the Led Zeppelin song and the bike song, every single joke I told for the first time, okay, okay. So it's like uh, that, that one, uh, that one uh, short story by, who's the guy who wrote Catch 22 and all that? It was Harrison Bergeron. So, so this is not arrogant, it's a fact. So I'm so fucking talented, but they're holding all these chains on me and weights. Like you're not allowed to work out material in clubs. You're not allowed to rent out your own theaters. You're not allowed to be on Facebook with clips and garner your own audience. We'll suppress your algorithms on Twitter. We'll kick you off on YouTube, even if you're just doing covers without words, blah, blah, blah. And all that's doing is building and building. It's like weights in a prison to the point where I can go on stage without ever trying any of these jokes. And it's objectively funnier than their Netflix specials. And they know this and they're holding that line, holding that gate. But the gate, the consciousness vacuum is there. OK, nature abhors a vacuum. And so the vacuum is there. There's like a hole. And water wants to flood that hole. You know, we're making fun of blacks, but not in a victim-y, hateful way. We're making fun of Jews that Jews will laugh at. Aside from the people committing active crimes or whatever. We're making fun of vets and Christians and handicapped people. We're relating to moms. We're celebrating America. We're fucking, uh, we're, we're doing simple farm jokes. I'm making fun of myself. We're talking about dogs, all this shit and music, and current events, and all of it, it's right there, how do we get through there, so imagine if I'm like, hey Anchor Bear, here's 100 bucks, you see, I, see this is why I like to cut people in, it, or I just don't pay them at all, because if I was to put a dollar amount on his labor, it's crazy, like I, I think he's worth millions of dollars, so I ask you guys, same with like Hometown Bear and all you guys, it's like, I can't put a price on it and we don't have capital <laughs> like for, for all the, Oh, said it's such a scummy scammer, scum, scum. We don't have investment. We don't have debt. We don't have networks. We don't have any of it. We have a post office box and some websites and we have to take all that money and put it into our product. We like, uh, we'll produce a special for like 15 grand, 20 grand that should have cost 500 grand with those people. And it's going to be better. But then you have to think, how do we market it? How do we get it out? The good news that we're working with is the beast is slow and dumb and arrogant. So picture the beast. Picture smog the dragon, but slow and dumb. Volunteers are the most effective as Vox says. Yeah, volunteers and partners. So let's say I cut somebody in and say, you'll get 10% of sales. We might sell $1. You'll get 10 cents. We might send a million dollars. You'll get a hundred thousand that motivates them to get through this gate. If I'm like, dude, I can pay you 400 bucks. I mean, how is that? Like it just, at that point, they'd almost rather do it for free because you don't want to put money on your labor when it's so low, unless it's like expenses, like plane gas, some of your time, if you have to take off work or something, no problem. I'll, I'll pay people that. But it's tough to put a price on this quality of work except for free. Like I'll tell you a story about myself. I used to do stand-up every single night in LA and I'd rather do it for free than $15 because if someone paid me $15, I'd be like, I'm worth $20,000, but I'll do it for free because then I'm doing it to work out. I'm doing it because I want to, I'm doing it because it's artistic. If you give me $15, fuck you. Like I'm not, you think I'm worth $15? Am I a whore? You know I'd be like, no, nothing, free. because You understand? And so a lot of the bears have that entrepreneurial spirit. Like imagine if we do break through this gate and we get through that because I can feel the gate is is weak, it's rusted. So the beast is slow and arrogant and dumb. So we will, if we just adapt fast enough and use algorithms properly and market it properly and use our networks and work at it hard and really break through this thing, uh, it's going to be incredible because, like, if they, if if we stay on the same thing, it's one reason why I switch a lot, and I keep adapting and keep improvising. Because if you do the same thing too long, the beast with unlimited money and unlimited resources and unlimited uh, control over um, internet supply chains can destroy you if you just do the same thing over and over again. They set up a narrative, they set up, but if you keep Shifting and no one can really guess where you're gonna go next. You know, it's there you do have an advantage. It is David and Goliath. Same with my company. It's either full price or as a gift, otherwise it devalues the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. terrible. I'm the same exact way. Uh, because gifts are great. I mean, some of my best sets. Okay, I'll tell you, give you an example. Like I used to do sets for free every single night in LA. Every night. No, no, just do it. But then I'd get uh, an email. Hey, I saw you tonight. You killed. I'll give you 15 grand to entertain us at DirecTV. Sure. You know, I just saw you tonight. You killed so hard. Would you like to host the Art Director Guild Awards? And I didn't get paid for those awards. But then I'd I'd kill there. Man, I saw you tonight. Do you want to? I want to give you a book deal. I saw you tonight. It's like, that's how the entrepreneur thinks. The, The wage slave doesn't think this way. The wage slave is like, yeah, but how much money do I get? And I'm like, yeah, but you can, you can, it's, there's, there is no limit. It's about relationships and honing your skills and just being able to show yourself. Like imagine me saying, oh, I'm not going to host the art director guild awards unless you pay me $20,000. And they're like, we really don't have a budget. I'm like, you know what? Then it is not worth my time. Meanwhile, I could go up in front of the literally the most powerful people in all of Hollywood kill that hard and then leave. That's like, how much money would you have to pay to have that opportunity? You know, there's no, it's like that opportunity isn't, you can't put a price tag on it. And that, that was my life a lot. Like I used to do stuff for free all the time, hosting award shows, going up, uh, being in my friend's sketches, all that shit. And that's why when people tell me, oh, you, you motherfucker. I'm like, dude, I don't have capital. I'm not. But we have an opportunity here that's mind blowing. Bud Bear gets it, Anchor Bear gets it. A lot of you guys get it. Like Bud Bear was explaining, he's like, "This is so unique what we have here. This community that we are developing, that really fucking stoke it, really protect it, encourage it, you know, uh, cherish it. Because these are these moments that we have that we're currently in are so rare." To have a live wire like me outside the beast, willing to take these risks, willing to work this hard, willing to build this platform. And then think about how many talented people in this community can be a part of this. And guys, we can get through this gate. You know, the gate is controlled by fear, spells, distribution. We can get through that. Think about what we've done with just a post office box. The beast is slow and, and arrogant. The beast is slow and arrogant. Bud Bear gets it. You get it too, Anchor Bear. And I really appreciate the, uh, all the hard work you're putting in on the promos. Uh, you're, worth, you're worth gold, Anchor Bear. You're worth gold, my friend. And if we get through this, it, the, the, the rising tide raises all boats. If I can break through this, if, I can, if my special can break through that gate, think about the opportunities it opens up for everybody. Think about the culture shift it does for when Coffee Grounds Bear doesn't open mic. When you have a fucking comedian out there that broke through some of these barriers, now you can a little more. The rising tide raises all boats and that's why I'm someone that you should uh, champion. And I don't mean necessarily financially or anything, just champion. Just be like, uh, you know, don't hesitate to promote. Don't hesitate to support. Don't be afraid of backlash. You're getting backlash because we're a threat. I'm not kicked off YouTube because I'm so offensive, guys. It's because I'm competition. They leave Rimjob on there and not me? Why? Is it because I'm so bad and so offensive? No, it's because I'm a fucking competitor and they know it. Rimjob is not a competitor. Rimjob is allowed. Squirtus Stone is not getting uh, targeted by the Deep State and World Economic Forum. He can have his 150 live viewers listening to him drone on for four hours about his white papers and all they don't care. That's not a threat to them. What's a threat is not that we want to attack because that brings out a whole different army that I don't want anything to do with. We're not attacking, we're not trying to limit their ability to do what they do because there's protocols in place that I do not want to deal with that at all. And I don't even have any interest in that. But we can compete with business. And in America, in our government, we are protected to be able to compete. Now, they, they're they are given, um, we're, we're not allowed to sabotage. We're not allowed to, to get sneaky and creepy and all the weird shit that they do. We'll be outmatched, outgunned, all of it. But what we can do is compete. And they're allowed to not let us on their platforms. They're allowed to uh, try and smear us. They're allowed to uh, lie and do whisper campaigns and fund Reddit trolls and all that, but that's, that's part of the game. And we're allowed to resist and we're allowed to win and, and God willing we will win and we will open up America back to an artistic landscape that isn't kept in these gates by, you know, international um, companies that want to buy your your country for pennies on the dollar. And so I just want to shout out Anchor Bear. And one reason why I'm I'm mocking Oliver Anthony is because we have a better Oliver Anthony. Because what they're presenting is complete and utter horseshit. I'm so... Dude, think about like what Anchor Bear does. Why isn't he being uh, number one on on, uh, Pandora or whatever the fuck is Spotify? Is it because he's not as good... No, it's because he's better. And that's why having this ragtag group of legends that we have here, scrappy, fearless, high morale, funny, competent, you know, high, it's like, it's so fun and it's such an honor to be able to do this with you people. I don't even like comparing Anchor to that ginger, it's not in the same building. Coynton, if you even go in a building, you owe me fucking money. Okay, now let's take a look at what Squirtus Stone is up to. Shit, Holmes. I hear you roll with Curtis. Respect. If you want to ascend to true manhood, do what I did and take the advice of my longtime mentor, Curtis Stone. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Holy shit! Is that Curtis Stone over there? Curtis, just two alpha males having a podcast. Curtis Stone once said, When I left home at 18, I hugged my parents and my gay brother goodbye, and then I pinched my dad on the cheek and told him, You're the man of the house now, Dad. Holy shit! That's Curtis Stone. Of course, the ladies love Curtis. I heard that you, like, grow grass and cafeteria trays. Back in the joint, Curtis made me his penitentiary princess. The character of Tony Soprano was loosely based on the real-life mob boss, Vinnie Palomero. But make no mistake, I mostly base Tony on Curtis Stone, David Chase, creator of the HBO series Sopranos. Don't forget Dirty Squirty. After I am gone, Curtis will be my successor, the most interesting man in the world. The The only man to ever put chills up the spines of all the five families was Curtis Stone. Motherfuckers crazy. Quote unquote, John Gotti. Had a great day with my lifelong mentor, Curtis Stone. There ain't no one in here that didn't get turned out by Curtis. He even turned out the motherfucking warden. Curtis Stone is not someone to fuck around with, guys. When he says he's an alpha male, He fucking means it. Curtis Stone raped every single one of these black fucking guys in prison. And then he raped the wardens. That motherfucker is not someone to play with. The World Economic Forum is in for a wild ride. Mike Tyson couldn't fuck Curtis till he loved him. I'll just read that. I'll read you guys' bits now. Curtis had him a poly pocket in the pen, says E.T. Bear. What song is this? It's called Short Change Hero. I constantly promote Big Bear. Thanks, Jump67. We're a ragtag bunch of legends. I will eat the bugs and be happy, says the liberal. And then the conservative says, How dare you? I'll eat the bugs. Bitch about it constantly. And call anyone with an alternative, a cult leader. Yeah. I got a fever, and the only cure is more micro-weens. Christopher Walken. I got a boat. I took Curtis Stone out for a midnight ride. In the dark water, he drowned me like Natalie Wood. <laughs> Check this out. Injury lawyer Garces Lebrac and Grambler. GGL wins. Gar says, and in You guys want to see my dog, Benny, crushing in in the rain today? All right, so Benny's 21, at least. That's the youngest he can possibly be. And he's blind and deaf, but he's still having a great time. And... During rainstorms, he actually likes to go outside and run around. Where's he gone? He's just crushing it. Where'd Benny go? So I caught up to Benny. Check so out Benny here. The oldest dog possibly to ever live. There's old Ben. Old Ben comes alive when it rains. Doesn't know where he is, but he loves running around in the rain. Where's old Ben going? Hey old Ben. Good boy. Good boy, Ben. I'll get you inside. We'll get you next to a nice hot fire. These guys love the rain. Everyone's crushing. Benny refuses to die, hoping that one day he can meet Curtis Stone, the inventor of testosterone. (laughs) I don't always grow microweens, but when I do, I wear capri pants. All right, final super chats here, and then I got one letter. The racial comedy is off the hook today. Thanks, Kyle. J-Rock Bear, a bit odd that you said, hey, hear that? The stream started. Don't know what it means, but God is great. And DJ Rock Bear. Oh, and on D-Live, we got a couple lemons and whatnot. For Osama, thank you. Yeah, Osama Bin Lot. Osama Bin Bangin', The Candle in the Wind. The Candle in the... Did someone named it something else I thought was funny? Candle in the Wind. I can't remember. In the beginning of the stream, someone said it. Gag, in Oswego's own blended bear on Hanging with the Bears tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, he will answer the mystery of why he ended up a family man in gay Australia. I like it. I like Blended Bear. That'll be great. karaoke Comment required to donate. Thanks for the content. Well, I had no income due to the vaccine mandate in New York. Thank you. Anytime. That's why I like to keep all my content free with the exception of the special and then the documentaries. Now, like, I have to start being able to pay my men. So, there's that. Bear for all seasons. Just keep being white. Thank you. You white people, keep crushing Big Bear. You have me dying right now. Anytime, Bear, for all seasons. When you see a blessing of whites, all we ask is just a thank you. Don't punch us. Don't rob us. Don't kill us. Just say thanks. Thanks for everything. Anthony says, keep going. All the best to you and your family, Plaster Bear. Thank you, Plaster Bear. Now we only have, or no, we have two letters today. Felcor, sends his rudder. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Stone. Without Curtis Stone, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to dip into some pretty severe blasphemy comedy right now. So I will pump the brakes. I don't know the divine rules around uh, joking blasphemy. I really don't. I know that God knows your intention and everything, but sometimes I say some pretty wild shit in joke format. <laughs> oh, the camel in the wind. Nice. Thanks, Codsworth. Dear Owen, not only is there no lie in nature, there is exquisite beauty. Wanna know where else was exquisite beauty? Curtis Stone's face and hairline. I found this feather on the sidewalk. Perhaps it is from a dove or maybe a pigeon or Curtis Stone. The pattern reminds me of the marbling you sometimes see on the inside of book covers. During our courtship, my wife and I connected through conversation about geometry and proportion, particularly the Fibonacci or divine proportion. I was using that proportion. Anyone say it? If you've, uh, if you've never given BB a super chat, you're gay. Yeah, that's fine. You can be gay. I mean, listen, you're probably going to die of AIDS. You'll, you know, your uh, rollerblade wheels will rust. And you will possibly go straight to hell. But that's your choice. If you'd like to not be gay, uh, enter app slash Benjamin or P.O. Box 490. I mean, the fact I only had one letter in my P.O. Box today is probably why I went so hard at the blacks. Uh, Buller Bear, you missed it. The beginning was, let's just say you don't want to hear it. It's, uh, you'll be devastated with how I treated you people. But you all deserved it. Uh, here's a couple more Super Chats here. Born Again Bear. Peace, brother. I think Biden should make a law that when a black man is born, they automatically go to jail. And only when they're capable of exhibiting any sign of good behavior, they can get a trial run in society. But with an ankle monitor, of course. Also, I thought a large group of blacks was called a people of interest. That's very funny, Born Again Bear. I like where your head's at. Go to Bear. Hey, BB, I wrote a parody inspired by Anchor's post on Instagram today. I emailed it to you if you want to play it. I will, absolutely. I've been wondering where the fuck your songs have been. Okay, I was using that proportion to find price and time points when trading. She intuitively used it in her art. We marveled at how that proportion showed itself throughout creation. Pine cones and pineapples. Pineapples. Where's Simone Poppy? Uh, is Boer a part of our blessing? He's like a blessing. But you gotta say it like that. Boer Bear is a he's a blessing seashells and sunflowers hurricane clouds and hands we pondered why could it be because this is the only proportion that is relative to itself let me explain when spirit consciousness energy picks your favorite label when the divine essence first takes on physical form it has no external physical reference but it has its own form and there's only one place in that physical form where the whole is in the same proportion to the larger part as the larger part is to the smaller part. So back to the feather. It took I took it home and discovered that the dark band is right at the pie sweet spot. And the feather shaft is at the pie sweet spot on the dark band. Here are a couple Fibonacci calipers you and your boys may enjoy. I find it inspiring to discover and explore fractals and harmonies. Within this symphony of creation, there is so much beauty. All the best, Falcor. P.S. A good introductory site on this topic is goldennumber.net. I am going to remember that because I would love. He sent me some tools. I would love to do this with my boys. I think for them to understand fractals would be all amazing. Thank you, Falcor. Very, very cool of you. Alright, well, let's check out the song. I have a letter from Unknown. Hopefully I'll get to that. Uh, all right, let's take a look here. Man, Squirtus Stone just can't stop. Just I mean, he's such a fucking alpha. You didn't email me anything, Go To Bear. Do you have, you have my personal email? Oh no, do you have a? Oh, you emailed. Why didn't they laugh? Why didn't they laugh at gmail.com? No problem. Here we go. Parody of Candyman, sung from Willy Wonka movie. I have never heard that song, I'm not gay. Nice try, Go To Bear. Nice try. Uh, you tried to trap me into my own payaway. I obviously don't know what that song is. I'll read the lyrics, though. Who controls the weather? Make it always rain. Conjure up hurricane, cash in the pain. The Jewish man, the Jewish man. Who can make the oxies Sell them to the goy. Get them all, I'll, I'll find the song. It's called Candyman. How do you know these songs? You should be on a list. Candyman song. You should be on a list, Go to Bear. Candyman song, is this Willy Wonka? I just don't wanna click on the wrong thing, Jesus. Willy Wonka and the charge Factory of the Candyman. Let's hear it. Oh, okay. And nice this advertiser. Oh, look, it's black men and white women. Here we go. I was getting, oh, oh boy. Ask a fish how it swims. No. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Faggot. Oh, this is it. Like Willy Wonka was born to be a candy you're man. making me listen to this. You look like you were born to be a wonkerer. Who can take the sunrise, sprinkle it doom? No, Sorry, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna lose all my money to my own pay away. I'll just read it. The Jewish man jerks and he always squirts, even on public transportation. It's going to be a sticky situation. He's got to watch for his reputation. Who can make the pornos, call them works of art, try to break the family and harden all the hearts? The Jewish man, the Jewish man. Who can take the breast milk, convince us that it's bad, sell us the alternative and make the mother sad? The Jewish man, the Jewish man. Oh, the Jewish man can because he has a giant nose and a lot of hootspacks. Good one. That was quite funny. And speaking of, I've been on a uh, a uh, a big mission. Cause Brett Weinstein, hang on, where is it? So Brett, I talked about this a little bit in the beginning. And some of the Jews are spiraling on me, but they 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 know I'm their best and only friend. Okay, where is it? Man, I really tell, oh, dude, I did Operation Ginger and Wasabi where I'm trying to get everyone to think that he hates Jews. Um, Where the hell is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. So, Brett Weinstein says, every act of influence peddling is a betrayal of the republic. Traitor Joe. So, I wrote, so you publicly in favor of the legal punishment for treason for Joe Biden, which is killing him, you should be specific about what punishment you're calling for. It's a little confusing because the current punishment for treason is execution. Pretty intense, Weinstein. And then uh, Weinstein said, uh, Oh, and I said, I have the ADL on speed dial and they told me if I see something to say something. And this post feels very, very anti-Semitic. What do you mean influence peddling? So you mean they own the media? Nice try, Weinstein. I know I hate when I see it. Uh... Hang on. It gets, so you're publicly in favor, of saying, pretty intense wine screen. Oh, yeah. And then he said, uh, I said, saying that influencing pe- pedaling is treason is pretty anti-Semitic. I got kicked off Airbnb for accurately describing the guy who stole my bike. A nigger. You're really taking it up a notch considering treason is punishable by death. So is APAC influence pedaling? I'm really genuinely curious where you're going to take this thing and then i put a popcorn emoji and then uh and someone said he didn't call for punishment and i said the legal punishment is death more severe than rape so does that mean he doesn't want it to be illegal or does he does he not actually believe he's a traitor okay moving on and so then i said this is when i started talking about uh This this is Operation Ginger and Wasabi. I said, man, I really related to Oliver Anthony's refreshing rural working man lyrics until I allegedly heard from sources that he he thinks Jews are no good and need to stay away from his well. As a former fan, I'm pretty disgusted. Not sure if the ADL should get involved, but apparently he's also telling people that the dollar ain't shit because of quote-unquote the Jews. Look into it. Very troubling. Unhinged. Pot brownie. Problematic. Me too. Um And then I said, I was going on a whole thing about this. Uh, where is it? I said, "Hey ADL. Sources say me that rich men north of Richmond singer Oliver Anthony says the Jews are up to something. I don't want to cause any trouble, but hate is hate, so let's get to work. And then I said, "Hey ADL. I hear Oliver Anthony doesn't like Jews. He allegedly says from sources that they're sneaky, something you may want to look into. And then I said, uh, Joe Biden's entire cabinet is Jewish and his entire state department. Any attack on Joe Biden is an attack on all Jews worldwide. I just saw Brett Weinstein call him a traitor. Nice try, but I'll take a hard pass on the hate. Pass me some tolerance. Never forget enough is enough. Me too. And then I posted, if you have witnessed anti-Semitism, please let's stop stow anti-Semitism now by calling, texting us at 877-411-HATE. And someone said, acting, the majority are Roman Catholic and or educated by connected with Jesuit institutions. And I said, Jews are wildly overrepresented in Biden's cabinet as compared to the 1% uh, population average. Exponentially. And Brett here knows that, so any criticism or calls of treason is pure anti-Semitism. The ADL has a hotline you can call. And then some Jews said, Joe Biden's entire cabinet is Jewish, false, nice try. Turns out only 23.1% are Jewish. I said, I was trying to stop anti-Semitism from spreading, and now you're attacking me. Biden's cabinet is wildly overrepresented by Jews. And I'd hope that you'd see that an attack or criticism of Biden especially a call for his execution by Weinstein here would be wildly problematic. But of course, you just attempt to attack and slander those who simply try to sound the alarm. Never again, never forget me too. Um, okay. And then uh, I also said... There are some YouTube channels talking a bunch of shit about me. If I can get them on camera saying Jews are sneaky and up to something, how do I get the ADL to shut their water and power off? New slogan is, what can the ADL do for me? And I said, for those of you with vaccine damage as a joke, I've obviously never called the ADL, although explaining the joke is brutal. I do have to acknowledge the overwhelming amount of people who are now completely Mentally broken and or under serious pharmaceutical drugs who don't understand humor and or context. Okay. Uh, Then I said, and then someone said, uh, I'm trying to just be super literal. Somebody said, Owen, the sovereign citizen. And I said, sovereign means king and citizen means slave. So no, I'm not going to identify with or participate in a humorous paradox. I'm just an incredible comedian and beautiful piano player. With that type of with the type of facial symmetry and status I have, I understand why I'm easily confused with a king. I am a king of my own castle and domain, but not a legal king. I hope this explanation helps those with minds that have been ripped apart and damaged by drugs, alcohol and lies. <laughs> I'm having a blast. No one's having more fun than me. So, I, so I, one thing I'm trying to do here that I'm really trying to highlight is no one actually gives a fuck about Jews or niggers or anything. They just don't like competition. Like Brett Weinstein calling Joe Biden a traitor. Joe Biden, a guy who is wildly overrepresented by Jews in his cabinet. So you could easily say he's a Jew. Like he's ju- very Jewy. And so, uh, you know, that's like saying that you want to kill a Jew, so why, why the fuck doesn't anyone care about Brett Weinstein? It's Cause It's because it's all horseshit. I say that nigger stole my bike and I'm not allowed in comedy clubs. It's because, no, it's because they'll use anything that they can to limit competition using Spellcraft. Well, I know a thing or two about getting around Spellcraft. Now, don't I, Weinstein? Now, before you lay a hand on any of these Jews, like, for example, Made by Jim Bob called Toronto Jew Bear a pig. That's like, I think that's outlawed by the Geneva Convention. I'm pretty sure we can get him arrested for that. Wheels up, says Ibear. What are you talking about? Ibear, I've been going for an hour and 21 minutes. Coddington, are we having technical problems today? And you just didn't want to tell me because you're gambling again? Coddington didn't write me anything. All right, I'll read my letter. I'll read the final Super Chats. Oh, and I want to show you guys about uh, knee pain. Check this. I made this little video today. And someone goes, oh, a real man of the people with a Woodway $5,000 treadmill. And you want to know what I responded? I just said, must be nice. Okay, here we go. All right, I've slowed my treadmill down a lot. But I want to show you guys how I've uh, been running without any knee pain at all. So first off, I'm always barefoot on this uh, woodway treadmill that's awesome. My buddy hooked me up with. And just run on the balls of your feet like that. Uh, right now, I'm only going three miles an hour in an 11 incline. But if you go faster, you can see you know, like how this would work. Just balls of your feet if you do that, you get zero You get zero uh, knee pain. I think all knee pain is from wearing really cushiony shoes. And when you're just hammering your heel into the ground, uh, that's where you get your knee pain. I'm 6'8", 265, and I have zero knee pain. And I run like five, six, seven miles a day. And it's because uh, when you're barefoot, you can feel the pain when you hit your heel on the ground, but if you take away that pain, it just goes up into your knees and joints. And I want to make this video because I think that it's, uh, joint pain is completely avoidable. I'm 43, 6'8", 265, run every day, uh, zero pain. Barefoot, and run on your balls. Balls of the feet, obviously. I know people start squirting when I said that. Fancy treadmill must have brand name Kit Kats too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, if only I had a uh, best friend who owns a bunch of gyms that can give me great deals on woodways. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was pricey, but I think those fucking treadmills are so good. And you can't put a price on uh, getting in shape for the special, you know what I mean? If I was just up there as a fat fuck, which I was like eight months ago, uh, it would have taken away from the, uh, from the special. I, I considered it a business expense. I'm not even, I'm not kidding. You know, if I'm just like some sloppy fuck, how am I supposed to say nigger and get away with it? Big Bear, I've never written before or been on a live stream chat. I haven't super chatted or been to a festival. I'm an unknown. But I am an unauthorized.tv supporter and I am on the Bertaria Times app. And I listen to every stream while I work. I've been through the highs and the lows of Bertaria, and Bertaria has been there through the highs and the lows of my life the past few years. I'm the average random working guy listening with nothing constructive to add day to day. So I remain unknown. I originally saw the video of your Flat Earth Awakening from Dave Weiss. But what got my attention was your relentlessness on holding your moral ground with Sam on tinfoil hat. I can't remember the argument now, but you know what I do remember? That you would not concede one inch on your values, even if it made you a pariah. At that time, I was used to people either bending a knee or tiptoeing around whenever Joe Rogan's name was brought up. I was kind of tired of seeing it. This is exactly what I'm taught. These are the people on the other side of the gate. Anchor Bear, take note. This is, this is on the other side of the gate. People are ready for someone to get past Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a dwarf holding a gate, saying, you will not pass. And you know what we say? Onward! And don't think that he isn't actively trying to hold that gate. After that Sam Tripoli podcast, no Sam Tripoli will never tweet me, mention me, ever invite me on his show, never. And I was not wrong. You re-listened to that Tinfoil Hat podcast. I was not wrong. He got the call from upstairs that I'm now, the, I'm a pariah pariah. Okay? Because I kept saying, why can we make fun of Irish people and not Jews? Why can I wear a big beard and a green fucking top hat, but not the grabber mask? Why? Why can we make fun of how they're a bunch of drunks, but Jews aren't a bunch of perverts? And he's like, oh, dude, oh, oh. And dude, I won't let up. And here's the thing. It When you have a giant boulder in a river, the river wins. It just takes time, right? Like, we are an unstoppable force. Like, outside of God's will, obviously. I'm not trying to say things that are... Tripoli would suck Rogan in a nanosecond. He's probably sucked Rogan off. Rogan's fucking queer, dude. You don't think Rogan's using his power to get some favors from guys? I mean, I don't... I'm not... Saying that as a fact, I'm not doing my sources say allegedly bit, but guys, look at it. Would you not guess maybe that he makes these guys suck their dicks? Tripoli gets a pat on the head from Rogan and gets to go on his podcast. What a hairy fat. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm fine with, but once we get past that gate, they're going to be asking us for spots. This is how the history of business works. You know? Look at, like, all the the businesses that are now in control were, like, you know, offered to be bought. You know, they were begging Yahoo to buy them for half a million. What Tripoli episode was it? It's on Tripoli's uh, Tinfoil Hat podcast. I've done it twice. The second time, it's a battle. We're, like, literally fighting, and I wouldn't bend at all. And so... Uh, Understand this, that when when the dam bursts and we will break through it, God willing, they're going to be asking us for spots because a lot of these places are just piles of paperwork, theaters, clubs, networks. They're not people. They don't have consciousness. I'm going to explain this real quick and then I'm going to keep uh, uh, going because once you understand it, you'll get it. There's no consciousness behind Netflix or um uh, the improv comedy clubs or theaters, it's they're in corporations, they're boards of directors, they're profits, losses, funding, capital, you know, mission statements, brand awareness, all that, they're just, they're, they're nothing. They're not people. People treat brands like they're alive and they treat living men like they're dead. And that's the inversion. But in reality, we can take all that infrastructure. We can take all of it. These are just corporations. They're not, they're not living beings. And so once we get through the gate and we get into people's consciousness and we start becoming those who command the prophets, we will be in control and in charge of the comedy landscape. And whoever doesn't cuck, he who provides the resistance back wins. You know, Falcor is talking about nature. It's so true. That rock in that river will be born down into a pebble. Just keep going, go, go, relentless, relentless. You'll take a boulder and turn it into a a piece of sand. And whoever has the good, the true, the beautiful on their side wins if given enough time. The factor, T equals X, time equals X. How much time is the only factor? That's it. And the more people we have going with this, and, and I'm not looking for people to be, part of the same religion, part of the same race, part of the same anything. It's just the desire to get past the gatekeeper of clown world's entertainment. If you are want that, you're on my team. That's how I view this, okay? So like-minded people that want to break that fucking dam that's holding back the human consciousness of entertainment and keeping it in a subverted, addicted, self-hating uh, mentality we if you don't want that then we are in the same river we're flowing okay Squirt Curtis Stone's mission statement is being really fucking crazy good-looking and alpha <laughs> you understand that this is that's the that, that's more important to me than than buying merch or super chatting or anything I mean don't get me wrong it's time to not be gay But raising consciousness, like getting past the gatekeeper of what a joke is, what can be joked about, who your master is. Like, who is your master, according to these comedians, is Netflix, Joe Rogan. These are not our master. These are not our master. And if we can get past that, where why can't a white guy say nigger? Like, why? You explain it to me. Oh, hate. Oh, it brings back a world of hate. No, that's a lie. And we all fucking know it. I'm not recommending violence towards blacks. I'm not recommending um, uh, legal actions or uh, anything like that, or even blaming anyone for your problems. I don't, don't blame the Jews, don't blame anybody, but why the fuck can't we make fun of it? Why can't I say that nigger stole my bike and they don't have an answer? Why can we say white trash? Why can we say dickhead, but not cunt? You don't have an answer because it's bullshit. You're trying to create Marxist victim categories, permanent victim categories that will be in your avant-garde of Marxist communist takeovers of American nation. Okay, I I fucking know it. I know it and you know I know. So now what they do is they try and keep that from more people. Oh, don't you know Owen ate a pop brownie and went crazy? Don't you know Owen's dad's gay? Don't you know Owen's secretly gay, secretly on drugs, secretly stealing, secretly, secretly, secretly? All they have is whisper campaigns. I know that they know I know now I got through the gauntlet. They want us to create permanent victim categories so they can buy our nation for pennies on the fucking dollar and turn our women into whores. The people that own OnlyFans are not interested in protecting women from bad words. They want to spread their legs and sell it for Bitcoin. These people are fucking animals. All right. They're little demonic monsters. The people that own private prisons don't give a shit about the word nigger. They care about competition. They care about consciousness farming. And we're going to get through that. Don't let these little monsters fucking hold you back. Squirtus knew this nine to 11 years ago from reading white papers. Yeah. Don't you know Owen secretly eats cookies out of the cookie jar? Well, there is a little truth to that. I did have some brownies yesterday. They're all falling for it too. Well, a lot of the people, quote unquote, in charge are the grandchildren of the architects who have fallen for it. This is why the world's our oyster, guys. It's wide open for conquest. Not violent, not paramilitating. Oh, did I'm wanking off. The people that designed this architecture were competent, gritty, hardcore Bolsheviks. Their grandchildren are gay, drug addicted liars who believe the lies. The problem with lies when it comes to the posterity, when it comes to the fruit of your family tree, is your grandkids will believe the very lies you created and, and they'll be addicted to the very things that you pushed in order to take out the goyim. Well, guess what? If we aren't part of that lie and we don't take their powder or watch their pornos, we have more power even if they're in a penthouse. We're the river and they're the rock and we will grind it down into, into pebbles. And it will be consensual. Okay. J-Rock, paying the gay away for a random guy in Ontario. Yeah, you can always pay your gay away for someone else. It's called gang it forward. Sam Tripley has been echoing a lot of your talking points against his true nature too. Yeah, because, dude, we're the future. Guys, let me let, let you in on a little secret. Cottington. how many people are watching right now? I'll tell you a little secret. We're the future. The future is where where the power is. Not not some butt fucking dwarf on DMT, guys. That's not where the power is. We got a hayfield in Missouri to be filled with awesome people. That's the power, guys. That's where the power is. Well, the power ultimately is with our creator, but when it comes to when we're given these truths and we're given these abilities, we have and if we follow the truth and we endure the the obstacles and we offer the resistance we are rewarded and blessed by our creator with power we have 1400 people I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little secret where the future and you can try and mimic uh, okay so this is what's happening right now so all the people that are so Sam Tripley isn't in the golden circle he's a scrapper he's out there and I don't hate the guy at all I don't have a hatred for anybody Okay, I I promise I don't. I would love it if Sam Tripoli and me had a reconciliation. I don't care at all. Like, great, I I root for his kids, I root for his family, everything. I don't give a fuck. But I'm not going to pull punches when someone's a a, a little sneak, right? So he's not in the golden circle of Rogan and uh, those guys. I don't even know who's in that circle right now. Like, those guys are Tripoli is in the no man's land trying to get favor from the King Rogan but he needs the truth to survive. So he's so the kingdom of Bertaria has the truth, but we don't have the capital. We don't have the, the, the military. We don't have whatever the Rogans have the infrastructure, the fucking, they're basically, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Nineveh, you know, they're the, uh, what, what's that? What's that empire called Assyria? Like they're the Assyrian empire. They're Nineveh and when Nineveh fell, it was fucking nuts. So they have all the, what appears to be all the power, but they really actually don't. And so Sam Tripoli is going over to the kingdom of Bertaria. He's going to sniff out some truth so that he can harness some real consciousness in the world. So he's going to Bertaria, He's listening to Bertaria, He's listening to the truth. And not that I'm always right. I'm not a prophet or the truth or anything. But as far as entertainment goes, it's not even close. Like this is accurate. This is like compared to entertainment. This is accurate. And so Segura, yeah, Segura, Schwab, Rogan, they're not accurate. 90% of what they say is objectively incorrect, okay? Burke, Treischer, all these people. They're just propped up with all the, the, the fiat and the bullshit. So someone like Sam Tripoli is a very interesting guy, and hopefully he ends up on the, on the right side of history. But he's coming over to try and find morsels that he can build his own little kingdom in, Protected by the Rogan. But the Rogan won't allow you to really say true shit. You're not allowed to do a joke about Jews or blacks. You're, you're, you know, it's, it's incremental. And so as consciousness rises, Nineveh, the, the Assyrians, have to, they have to rise with it. But the problem with that amount of infrastructure is it starts the truth starts to contradict the very thing that allows them to function. You know, the inversion. The inversion is what they profit on sodomy, turning women into whores, drug sales, all that alcohol sales, uh, debt, debt-based currency, all of it, like that's where they get their money from so they can't undercut it without undercutting their entire kingdom, okay? If you're following along, this is mind blowing shit. If you're not, I'll be done in five minutes and then I'll just keep reading this letter. So we are, castle is small. It's the size of a, right now it's a small castle but it's built on stone. Their castle is enormous and it's built on sand. Okay. And so with time, as we keep going stone by stone by stone, it will become obvious where the future holds. And as that increases and as their power, it's just more infrastructure that will collapse. It's the Tower of Babel. It's the fractal truth of the Tower of Babel. With every brick that they try and put on top of this pile of shit, it becomes harder and harder to sustain. Every lie requires um, capital to sustain. Every sin requires capital. I was talking about that with uh, Dr. Shiva, where it's like they live so badly and so sinfully and so evil that they need all this money for their testosterone and their HGH and their dietitians and their and their fitness coaches and their and their plastic surgery and their all because they're they need all this capital to just keep functioning, right? But if you live a low sin life, you don't need a lot of capital. You have a garden, you get your nutrition. You don't, you know, you don't need the testosterone because you're not raging your body all night with the fucking drugs and the alcohol and the sex and the sodomy and all that. You don't need anal reconstructive surgery that Rogan's probably had like 20 times, you know? Every lie they tell has to be supported forever. Every lie from your past. 10 years ago, you lied to your wife. She remembers, you don't even remember. And if she brings it up, you have to remember the lie and the truth, which requires more calories. And so if you forget the lie, it's over. You have to support the lie forever. Like Let's say you say you went out somewhere and you didn't want to tell her where you really went. So you said you were out with your buddy, Keith. You made up a guy. Now for the rest of your life, you have to support Keith. The Keith exists. What's Keith up to? Oh, you know, you know, Keith, Right. So now you've created an egregore that you have to support with narrative, calories, capital, consciousness. Think of every lie you tell as a bubble that has to be fed. They're all liabilities. Lies are liabilities. That's why it's called a liability, a liability, the ability to lie liability. The liability to a business is that which sucks from you. The asset is that which gives. I uh, Dude, follow along. This is some gravy. Every lie bubble they make, every single fucking one, they have to feed forever or it collapses on top of themselves. If we create a castle without liabilities, only assets, we can be very small and very effective. Jesus had 12 guys. Oh, to digit. fractally, it's the truth. It's the truth of reality. So out of 12, one will betray you. One will doubt you. One will stand by your feet where you are. Okay. So you have the fractal of the 12, and then the 13th, and, and that fractal is told in the stars, told in life, told in your family, told everywhere. They are only betrayal. Keith died from the vax. Oh yeah, yeah, they make up, oh, Keith died of the vax, well, how's his wife doing? Oh, you know Mary, Mary's holding in there. Well, can I call Mary? No, she's in jail, why? Ah, uh, DUI. She killed a kid. Oh, Jesus. We should send some money. Yeah, they don't need any money. It was a black kid. Oh, Owen, that's very racist. Uh, okay, when you start entering that world of like lying, you now are making statements, and now you have to remember every single lie. One of the beauties of my life is I don't lie, and that's not a um, a uh, what's it called, uh, uh, virtue signal or anything. Oh, I never tell a lie. I don't want liabilities. I also don't have payments on any cars. I don't, I'm not in debt. I don't like debt. I don't like saying something that I now have to remember the rest of my life because that will pop up. Someone will remember and say, oh, remember that time you said? And you're like, oh yeah, you know. (laughs) Every time a bell rings, a lawyer gets his lie bubble. Heard a podcast, Rayo Lab, about brain chemistry of pathological liars. Their brains literally have new paths In their brain for the lies. Yeah, yeah. No, I I believe it's what causes dementia is lying. Or like aluminum or something. Like, I'm not saying if you have a relative with dementia that they're a liar. Because I think heavy metals plays a role too. But I think if you live a life of lies, your mind literally becomes exhausted and it breaks. And so, this is an exciting time. In two weeks, the special comes out. I want you personally to think, how can we promote it? Like, how can you break through the consciousness with clips, with like a marketing idea, with anything? You let us know and you just run out there and you do it. Because this would be big for everybody if we can... Because once a new standard is set for what comedy can be, then everyone else has to fall in line, okay? Once you can do a four-minute mile, everyone knows it's possible. Like, let's say you have a, a, a truck that can tow... A fucking skyscraper. Then every other, then it costs the same as somebody else. Every other truck trying to trying to sell 1,500 pound towing capacity is out of out of fucking luck. That's why the powers that be like to limit the scope of quality so that they can control it and maximize profits. You can make a car that that gets 500 miles a gallon, cheap. You can do that. You know that one guy has like kits that you can do that. So why do they limit that information from people? Because once that's out, that's called the anchor price where now everybody else is compared to that. Once I'm out, once this special is out, all the other specials are gonna be compared to that, lowering their value, raising our value, breaking open the gates and giving opportunities to all of you artists that are part of this community. Okay, Bismillah Bear has a little Quran gravy. Make sure you speak the truth for the truth leads to virtue and virtue leads to paradise. A man will keep speaking the truth and trying his best to tell the truth until he is eventually recorded as a genuinely truthful person in Allah's eyes. Beware of lying for lying leads to um, obscenity and obscenity leads to the hellfire. A man will keep lying and trying his best to tell a lie until he is recorded as an inveterable liar. In Awa's eyes, yeah. Sorry, the gas mileage miracles are all scams, says uh, Telecaster Bear. I I don't think so. I think like the way they're presented by that guy might be, but I think you can run a car on water. Um, I think that uh, I think that there is technology where you can uh, run cars on hydrogen that can be derived directly from tap water. So I disagree with you about that Telecaster I know you have a few uh, horses in that race as a car guy, but uh, I I'm not saying that the current fucking engine can be tuned to get 500 miles a gallon. But I don't know. So that guy's totally full of shit. That Wiseman guy, gas miles is exactly what they allow. No, I know for I know almost for an absolute fact that water that water can power cars, but. Right now, we don't have any access to the engines that can be run on water. So, if that's okay with Telecaster Bear. Yeah, he's a Jew, says Telecaster Bear. Telecaster Bear, you know I have the ADL on speed dial, right? I might want to watch yourself. I'd, I'd like the ADL to, to know that maybe the host of Hanging with the Bears has some things to say about Jews. Hang on a second. Greenblatt? Yeah, it's me, Big Bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're super handsome. Yeah, your mom, yeah, no, your mom should be very proud of you. You're much more handsome than all the other boys. Anyway, so the host of Hanging with the Bears just uh, said the word Jew, and it didn't sound like he was talking about how great and handsome and smart you guys are. Yep, 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 you take out his power, his electricity, buying and selling. No, he hasn't chipped his hand yet, unfortunately. Hang on a second. Telecaster, hey, have you figured out have, have you chipped your hand yet No he hasn't chipped his hand yet Oh don't worry we'll get a chip in there and then we'll turn it off Alright No no it, your circumcised dick is very It's exactly that's what the, drives the women wild without, without that clipped dick They can't even come Alright buddy well keep it up Alright talk, talk to you soon Yeah. No he said Jew No he wasn't sneezing Greenblatt He wasn't sneezing at all Anyway, let me know uh, let me know if you flip his clip. All right, take it easy. Well we'll see uh, we'll see what happens now there, telecaster bear. All right. Joe Rogan's name was brought up. I was kind of tired of seeing it, and it was a welcome shock to see you hold ground and not relent to appease anyone. I like that. I like this guy. To someone like me and a normal, but same guy, lending my family and friends through the COVID BS, successfully uh, thinking and unjabbed, while the rest of the world seemed to be folding, who had to hold the line daily, I got used to content creators and celebrities folding, given even some of the good ones. You raised the bar for the content. No boner pills or edibles or making moral concessions to avoid conflict or repercussions. It's the same rules for everyone, friend or not. Yeah, exactly. Don't give an inch. Dodge says, hey, baby, I played festival headlining by John Fogarty, the Black Crows, and the John Bolter trio, and playing Bear Fest with Telecaster Bear, Peacemaker, Flo Cal Bear, and the rest of the legends, and playing Rockin' in the Free World with you as Iroh was indescribably amazing. No one's having more fun, Grungy Blues Bear. Oh, I love hanging out with you, man. Are you kidding me? That was a blast. Uh, Without letting... As as men, we have to speak honest to each other and hold each other to a standard without letting someone slide just because they're powerful or just because they're close to us. Yeah, that's the definition of corruption. That's when people say something becomes corrupt, it's letting the truth slide because of... Friendships or power, pal- perceived status. Okay? In fact, they are the ones we should pay the most attention to because that's one way a heart can be corrupted. Oh, nice. A lot of synchronicities in this. And people lose their way, and I have witnessed you time and time again hold the line with Sam, the Jort Wars, and today, the reason I'm writing, old Squirtus Moan of House Microween. You have explained a gamma spiral step-by-step step many times and to witness it step-by-step, step, like... It couldn't have been scripted better, was enjoyable. Even down to his attempt to manipulate by ego stroking your comedy when you do it the way he likes it. Yeah, no, it's so creepy, dude. They do that to kids too. Oh shit, my battery's about to die. It was textbook gamma spiral and you handled it like a, a master. He, of course, did most of the work for you, but you did a few key sly things to amplify his insanity and it was brilliant. I have been through most I have seen through most spells since I did a report in high school about how the moon landing was fake back in the year 2000. Everyone thought I was crazy, but I get people remembering the things I would say sometimes. But even to a guy like me, some of these spells are easy to fall into. You have saved me from a few. You are like a funny and inspirational compass helping us keep our heading when necessary and keeping morale high, which means a lot to the unknowns out here working, building our small worlds and holding our own moral grounds when we have to. Yeah. We're all unknowns fractally. Like I relate more to you than I do these fucking content creators. It's so, it's so similar to the other letter I got from Falcourt. It's like fractally speaking, what you're going through is exactly what I'm going through. I'm just doing it on a larger, I'm on a stage but you're also on a stage in front of your family, in front of your friends, at your job. All the world's a stage, right? I appreciate you and not that I had any doubts, but after today, to me at least, there is no question to your authenticity or commitment to the community. I would venture to guess nearly everyone feels the same. You have shown us who you are, you shared a dream and invited us in the dream. Who does that? Only the big bear. And we are in, man. We see where this can go. will go. We are totally in. Oh, man. This is, this is like music to my ears. I'm back in the shadows now. Please verify me as Unknown Bear. Welcome, Unknown Bear. If not, then Shadow Bear or Background Bear. I don't really care. Uh, the money is because I've been going in buildings. Smart. P.S. I'll introduce myself in another letter, but I wanted to get this out to you ASAP after Squirticus. P.S.S. Nigger. I have a theory you attract Sigmas. Thanks, Big Bear. Unknown. Yeah, I think Deltas, Sigmas, bro. I I don't know. I think I attract all kinds for different reasons. I have a lot of Deltas listening, but the Gammas try to befriend me and wedge me. They try and give me a wedgie. All right, I only have nine percent left. Thank you, Unknown Bear. That was a wonderful letter, and I appreciate the uh, the support. And yeah, if I'm I may have some faults, but I'm definitely authentic. And that Squirticus thing was a textbook display of what a gamma male is. All right, final super chat, and then I'm out of here. Barnes Bear paying the gay way for spending one full day without thinking about the Roman Empire. Nice, Barnes Bear. Just in time. All right, guys. Uh, thank you all for your super chats. means a lot to me and uh, the degenerate Codsworth. I, uh, I will be here tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Subscribe to unauthorized.tv. You can always support directly at P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho 83864. Uh, you can get your tickets for next year's event and be part of the land fund. We have to buy the next 40 acres by November 1st. It'll be down to the wire. That is bertariacampgrounds.com. You can get T-shirts and soon a I Survived the Holocaust mug at merchforbears.com. And uh, yeah, the special Noble Savage will be out, God willing, Friday the 13th of October. And uh, thanks to everyone who is uh, putting in the work and gonna help break that gate. All right, because it'll be good for everybody. And thanks, uh, thanks again. All right, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Be fruitful, multiply, don't be free and ball, guy.